0: Good morning. This is Christine De Giacomo. We all come into the world drinking milk, and then someone gives us cereal. Next, the exciting world of Gerber plums and peaches and sweet potatoes. Finally, with teeth, we get something a little more interesting. By the time we get to solid food, it means we have teeth. It means we are maturing. I've entitled today's morning briefing of diets and divisions. Our text is 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. Dear brothers and sisters, when I was with you, I couldn't talk to you as I would to spiritual people. I had to talk to you as though you belonged to this world, or as though you were infants in the Christian life. I had to feed you with milk, not with solid food, because you weren't ready for anything stronger. And you still aren't ready, for you are still controlled by your sinful nature, You are jealous of one another and quarrel with each other. Doesn't that prove you are controlled by your sinful nature? Aren't you living like people of the world? When one of you says, I am a follower of Paul, and another says, I follow Apollos, aren't you acting just like people of the world? Well, Paul, with the acumen of a physician, assesses the situation and then diagnoses the problem. The faith of the believers in the Corinthian church was immature. He looked at their diet, and he looked at their divisions, an indicator of the depth of their faith. They were continuing to choose up sides. They were missing the whole point of loving one another as they loved themselves. You sure can tell a lot about a person's faith by looking at their conduct. If the young believers were still caught up in the different factions, then they were missing what Jesus had taught love of God, love of others as self. Continuing continuing to choose up sides showed their bent toward division and dissension rather than putting a premium on unity. Paul did not overtly offer a cure. The Corinthians missed it, and so many of us Christians are still missing it today. Let me take you back a few pages in your Bibles. Back to where you will find red lettering, And we find Jesus praying. It is near the end of his ministry time and just before he goes on trial and to the cross. Can you hear his heart as he prays for all believers? May they be brought in complete unity. But why, Jesus? To let the world know that you sent me and have loved them, even as you have loved me. How do we get that unity, Lord? May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you a spirit of unity among yourselves so that you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Accept one another then, just as Christ accepted you, in order to bring praise to God over all these virtues, put on love, which binds all of them together in perfect unity. The prescription for the Corinthians and for us, practicing loving, promoting unity, at all cost. Friend, learning to love means letting go of judging one another and making every effort to do what leads to peace and mutual edification. Live in harmony with one another. Some of you are saying, I know, I could just hear you. I'm trying, but he makes it impossible to have harmony. Well then, read on. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone It's what Paul said. It's recorded in Romans 12, 18. So just do your part then, and entrust the rest to God. He will deal with the other person. How's your diet? Are you feasting on the richness of God's Word? What's the outcome? Are you maturing in your Christian experience so that those who do not know the Lord might see your life and be drawn to Him? Hmm... These are indeed good things to think about. If you'd like to see this in its entirety, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on morning briefings, and again the title is Of Diets and Divisions. Besides our passage in 1 Corinthians 3, I've listed, listed seven other references that are really beneficial in knowing the heart of Jesus toward unity and toward us making it a premium in our own lives.